Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Gerke. You know, today is it's Recap Monday. So let's go ahead, jump right into it. Here's the plan for today's show. You know what it is. Best and worst of NFL week number 11. And I'll give you the pick for the Super Bowl rematch tonight in Monday Night Football between the Chiefs and the Eagles. Plus, I'll give you the picks for today in the NHL and the NBA and college basketball. And then I'll give you guys the update as to how the rest of this week's going to go. Because today and tomorrow, well, I'm only going to record for three days, but there's going to be some special holiday episodes I'm going to have planned for you guys. And that's why it's going to be a busy week for me. So I'm going to go ahead and get this show out of the way. And then I'll explain to you how the rest of this week is going to play out. And then I'll be out. So let's go ahead and get the easy stuff out of the way. Let's do the picks first. And then I can ramble on about the NFL all day. And then I'll give you the program update. Um, Let's go ahead and do... Let's go NHL. Let's go NHL first. Why not? Uh, Yeah, let's go NHL first. And then we'll... Then I'll jump through. Uh, six games on tonight. One, two, three. Yep. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven games on tonight. Only going to need three. Go with the Panthers over the Oilers. Minus 215 on the money line. Uh, Score-wise, three to one there. Second game to go. Go with the Sh- Canucks over the Sharks. Minus 400 for Vancouver on the money line. So if the money line's a little higher, just go with the higher score here. 5-1 to one Canucks over the Sharks. And then take the Bruins over the Lightning. Primetime game there. Well, at least primetime for NHL fans in November. But primetime game there tonight. Take the Lightning over the Bruins at home in Tampa. I know Boston's minus 140, but go Tampa plus 140 on the money line. So it'll be three to two there in that pick. So again, five one for the Canucks over the Sharks, and three to one for the Panthers over the Oilers in your three score picks there. For the NBA, let's go ahead and get you guys. Let's see how many games are up today. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight games. I'm only going to do four. Actually, I'll do three this time. Again, odds are courtesy of ESPN Bet, so take these odds with a grain of salt if you have any side action on this. Take the take the Knicks plus two and a half over the T-Wolves in Minnesota tonight. Take the Clippers minus eight and a half. They finally got their first win on Friday with James Harden in the lineup. Holy God, maybe they've had one or two. I haven't paid attention quite that much, but I saw that line on uh, Friday while they're doing the in-season tournament. It's like, hey, they finally won. So with James Harden in L.A., so it's something to talk about. So anyway, Go with the Clippers minus eight and a half on the road against Wemby and the Spurs. And take the 
Warriors minus seven and a half over the Rockets. So again, take the Warriors minus seven and a half, take the Knicks plus two and a half, and take the Clippers minus eight and a half. Those are all your respective lines for today, at least respective picks there. Um, go as far as the score goes, since I have the Knicks as my only over underdog pick, even though you know my rule, if it's at three or below, it's really a toss-up. But let's go 197 Knicks over the T-Wolves. Big road win for the Knickerbockers tonight. You'll see how that goes from there. And then for college basketball, since I'm only focusing on the top 25, let's see if there are any games on here. Uh, Wisconsin and Virginia. Wisconsin's up 28-18 to 18 at half. I'm going to go with the Badgers there. I know that just crossed halftime, so technically it's off the board as far as picks go. But... I'm going to go ahead and just pick that and see how that plays out. But I'll go Wisconsin over Virginia. But that's off the board of ones you need to see for. Tennessee beat Syracuse 73-56 in the Maui Invitational. So there's another win there. And Purdue beat Gonzaga. Huge, well not huge, but with Zach Eady back in, he's trimming down weight. And Purdue being one of the top four teams in the country right now. It's not really a huge upset, but Gonzaga now is coming back down earth. So, Purdue, 73-63 over Gonzaga today. So, as far as the games that haven't been played, let's go ahead and play this out. Let's see what games you can choose from. Uh, take UConn, minus 6.5 over Texas. Go with Kansas over Chaminade. Oh, they don't have a line for that one. UCLA, Marquette in Milwaukee. Are they playing? Oh, no, they're playing in Maui. You know what? Uh, Marquette's favored minus six and a half. Again, go with UCLA here, plus six and a half. UCLA over Marquette. Battle of Undefeated on ESPN2 in Maui, even though a lot of you will be focused on the football game tonight, but I'll go with that there. UCLA plus six and a half over Marquette and... UConn minus six and a half over Texas. Again, the odds courtesy of ESPN Bet. And let's see. I think that's about it. Those are the only ones I'm going to touch because the Kansas and Chaminade game, um, they don't have a line for. But I would go with Kansas either way. Let's go with confidence scale of 10. So that's an easy win for Kansas over Chaminade. So... That, that's going to wrap up there. But with that, let's see what times we got. Okay, we got enough time for all of this. It's time for the best and worst of NFL Week 8 but, or Week 11. But before I do that, going to give you my pick for tonight. Kansas City right now, according to ESPN Odds, is favored at 2.5. And, and quite frankly, I know I hyped Thursday's matchup to be that way. But... I really believe this is going to be the best matchup of the year. Because trust me, and this is where it's going to fold right into the best and worst. Nothing changed as far as yesterday. You're still, these are, you know, into the audit report. And trust me, that's going to come out in tomorrow's show. 
But these are the best two teams in the NFL, although San Francisco can now make the case that they're solid number three and Dallas is at four. But really, these are the best two teams in the NFL playing tonight. And I'm going to go with the Chiefs. You know, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. They do know how to slow down Jalen Hurts. I know that Tush Push is basically an unstoppable play, but you can only use that in a very, very short yardage situation. And as long as Kansas City keeps Philly in a third and six and fourth, to, fourth and two and fourth and three range, the Chiefs will win this game. They should, and they will. I want to see where I have the combined total at for both these. I want to see where they have the... I want to see what I have for the combined total here. If I don't, then you can join here with me. But I am going to go with the Chiefs. One, they're at home. Two, they've been riding that defense and goes back to my third theory as far as picking these games. You know, for those that are new, when it comes to the picking strategy for all these games, I go with best quarterback, home field, and defense. Well, <laughs> the quarterback play this season has been awful, if not average, and that's being nice. So I can't really use the quarterback play thing anymore. Teams are going in and winning on the road like nothing now. And injuries have kind of thrown wrenches into a lot of these people. Look at what happened with DTR in Cleveland. Or Deshaun Watson. You thought, hey, Cleveland, they waved the white flag. They might be done. No, 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 no. Now, granted, they're playing a Pittsburgh Steelers team that couldn't even register at least 200 yards of total offense. And most of that was because of Jalen Warren. Now, for all you Steeler fans, I still believe in Kenny Pickett. I still do. You just need to run. Them. And it goes, and all these quarterbacks and all these coaches need to just realize. Just run the ball a little bit more. That's all you have to do. And it opens up the other parts of your offense. I know I'm skipping around, but... A lot of these themes here interconnect to tonight. Philly can run the ball. That's why. They have one of the best offensive lines in the league. Yet why am I going to go with Kansas City? Because you got the best quarterback in the league right then and there. But anyway, I got to... I know there was a reason. I have to check and see if I had a combined total here. So I can set the score a little more accurately. Okay, no I didn't. All right, let's make it. Uh, let's make it an even forty. That means we'll go since the lines at two and a half. Let's just make it a little bit of a. Since the lines at two and a half in Kansas City's favor, let's round that off to three. Uh, nine, ten. 21-19 Kansas City over Philly. That should at least cover it, keep it somewhat close. I'll go 40. I'll go 21 to 19. That's a combined total of 40 and Kansas City will win by 2. Everybody wins. 
Expect Mahomes maybe not to throw for 300 yards. I don't think a whole lot of outside of C.J. Stroud, who continues to impress, by the way. I, I thought what he did against Tampa was a fluke, but he seems to finally, I mean, he finally had his worst game as a quarterback throwing three interceptions after coming in with two all year long. So finally, that dude's coming back down to earth as somebody who takes care of the ball. Finally, it's starting to show up a little bit. And he did take a huge shot in the middle of the third quarter. But outside of C.J. Stroud, I don't see a lot of quarterbacks throwing for 300 yards right now or even trying to get two. So as far as tonight goes, Mahomes will throw to Kelsey. He'll get one touchdown. Uh, as far as running game, don't expect much of it from Kansas City. But the Kansas City defense, watch, they're going to make Jalen Hurts turn the ball over twice. In fact, that one turnover in the Super Bowl is what turned it in Kansas City's favor early and gave the Chiefs the lead in the first half back in February. So leave it to the Chiefs defense. They're going to keep this close. Mahomes will barely get 200 yards. Kelsey will get his touchdown and maybe have a couple rushing touchdowns from either... Isaiah Pacheco or Clyde Edwards-Alaire, but that's going to be your only offense from Kansas City. In essence, it'll be 21 to 19. That will be your score for tonight. With that, I I know I've been jumping around, so it's the best and worst. That is the pick. Honestly, like I said, C.J. Stroud has kind of impressed me a little bit. I, that was my big takeaway from the early window. Same with DTR. Look, for all of us who followed UCLA, who won the victory belt, by the way, so all you Trojan fans living in Southern California, neener, neener, boo-boo. Um, with all that, with DTR, that was my other takeaway with Dorian Thompson-Robinson winning against Pittsburgh. That was a huge one. Uh, Dallas, you did what you were supposed to do. I, I'm not impressed. You're not really going to move up my hierarchy board. You're facing a one-win team on the road. You're supposed to do that. Tony Pollard finally got in the end zone. Okay, cool. Congratulations. You're still going to be the fourth best team in the audit report when I reveal that tomorrow. Nothing will change. I'm sorry. Nothing about the Cowboys truly changes. You beat up on teams you're supposed to beat, but watch what happens, you know, and you're going to get that test against, or maybe not, because the Commanders are a scrappy team, although they're pretty awful. They let the Giants, that's one of my worsts there, too. I mean, the Commanders, you're facing a two-win Giants team who is playing a dude who is in the same situation as me where you're living with your parents. I'm, it's kind of, kind of interesting, but whatever. The Commanders looked awful. A lot of ugly football late in the late window. That Geno Smith injury looks very, very intriguing for the dessert game on Thursday night between the Niners and the Seahawks. But other than that, okay. It last week with. It was just another eh week as far as the NFL goes. Now, for my Buccaneer fans out there, it's okay. Yes, we lost. 
but it honestly could have been a lot worse. Brock Purdy had a perfect quarterback rating of 158.3, but yet the defense sacked him five times. And you only lost by 13, and Baker only had one turnover, and it was real. Actually, he had two. One was a fumble that he should have honestly just taken the sack and eaten it. But he got a big hit from Fred Warner, so you can't really be mad at him for that. And then the other one was just the desperation throw, which they should have just went for the first down instead of the touchdown. But, you know, that's okay. You're going to make those mistakes. But honestly, this offense is getting better. And Bucks Nation, this schedule now is headed for the easy part. You have Indy next week, and then it's the division all the way out. The Panthers, the Falcons, and then you have the Packers smished in the middle. You have the Jags on Christmas Eve. It's right there. Just win out, and the Bucks will win this division. So that loss doesn't hurt as much as it usually does here on this Monday. That's why I don't always talk about the Bucks very often, but that is the positive message I have for Bucks Nation out there. It's okay. It's all right. Just win out and don't win the NFC South again. So that's it. That's all. Oh, and before I do long off uh, show programming note for this week, you guys will get two episodes during the holidays. I'm just not going to be recording them on Thursday and Friday. Uh, Thursday show, if you have nothing else to listen to or watch, for that matter. You should be with your families on the best holiday in the year. But if you're not or you don't really have anything to watch or listen to, I will have an episode for you guys on Thursday. In fact, that's what I'm going to record tomorrow. And I'm going to release it to you guys midnight on Thanksgiving morning. And then Wednesday, I'm going to record... The Prediction Friday episode for Black Friday. So in essence, I'm going to still do College Football Tuesday. And I'll still do Headline Wednesday. But those will be the first episodes I record. Those will fill you out for the day. And then I'll be back later on tonight to record the holiday specials. So you're going to get five episodes this week. But I'm only going to have to record on three days. So that is the news for this week. No, you're going to have the live shows Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. No live shows on Thursday or Friday, but you will have content for Thanksgiving and Black Friday. But I'm going to get those jammed in in the next three days. So that is the plan. And with that, I'm logging off. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Don't forget, you can listen to this show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also listen to this show on Spotify, Google, Apple, if you know the trick, Dreezer, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, and SoundCloud as well, or anywhere else you get this podcast. You can watch this show exclusively on Rumble, either by downloading the Rumble app or it in your Google Play or Apple App Stores, or, 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 go onto your desktop computer and go to rumble.com, and once you're there, search for the username adgerke, that's A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E, 
Again, that's A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E on Rumble. Please make sure that search is set to channels, not videos. Click subscribe and you'll have every single episode of this lovely show. Like, comment, and share so we can sneak up the Rumble algorithms. Speaking of algorithms, you can follow this show on Facebook through the Facebook page, The Austin's Audit Podcast. You can search for the Instagram hashtag, which is hashtag The Austin's Audit Podcast. And for post-episode interaction, you're going to have to follow me, yours truly, at Austin underscore Gerke. Again, that's at Austin underscore Gerke on X for post-episode interaction. And for non-show-related content, you got to follow me at, at Aussie Spamonti on Instagram. That's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I. Again, that's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I on Instagram. With that, I'm logging off. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin Zoda podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gergi. Peace out. And I will see you guys tomorrow.